Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. My name is April. I'm a spiritual life coach, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive healer. Come along with me on my spiritual journey. This show is authentic, transparent, and crazy as hell. This journey is all about self-awareness, self-discovery, and self-love. Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for all your love and support. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you are one of my faithful listeners, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you are listening to wherever you're listening to this podcast, all I ask is for you to go ahead and write a review, stars, whatever it is that you do on the platform that you're listening to the podcast. Just take about five minutes and write a review so I can start really being an algorithm of the podcast. Anchor the app that I use, of course, because I'm, I'm sponsored, um, is uh, with Spotify. Spotify bought Anchor. And they're making a lot of different changes. And I really want to make sure that I am able to continue to give you the podcast episodes every week. I know they're a hot mess, but let me tell you, they're only going to get better. <laughs> I have some great subjects in some days. Some weeks I'm like, okay, April, <laughs> there's a lot going on, especially energetically, because a lot of times when I am on a podcast, I have my agenda set out and spirits like, yeah, no, we're going to talk about something totally different. And as I'm growing in my gifts, I'm learning to filter out what I need um, to share with you guys. So anyway, this week's episode is all about me, like always, because this is my spiritual journey. However, <laughs> unless I'm a Leo, so everything <laughs> revolves around the sun, right? But um this episode is about me really tapping into who I truly am supposed to be. And this uh, episode is very transparent because I'm going to be honest and open with you about what's been going on with me since the new year and uh, what I have coming up for you guys next week. Well, <laughs> Soul Coach the brand is doing Soul Coach wellness products. And in uh, the launch, the launch happens actually next Monday, I will have spiritual baths and spiritual floor washes. And I have other things that's coming up the line, but I'm just doing like a little bit at a time, right? So, and also like spiritual kits and everything, uh, that'll be up on the website on Monday. And if you are on my email list, there is a special something for you guys <laughs> um but that's if you're on the email list and if you're not on the email list you definitely need to go to soulcoach.org uh soulcoach.org go ahead and sign up and get on the mailing list so that you can be first to get um the products launched and also a special gift uh, I have a, a special promo that is happening with the people that's on my email list. So it's very important that you sign up. All right. Well, my story on why I decided to do products. I've always was asked to do products and I always kind of was like, yeah, I do it. I get it. And then I was like, I'll do some candles because that's easy for me to do. And I did it when I've been doing candle magic for years. But to create candles, I've been doing that since I was small. 
was always fascinated with fire and candles and things like that. So it came easy uh, to me. But a part of being uh, in business, you have to be, it's more than just a brand. People buy from people that they like and they know and they love, right? And so I was like, I'm not really fond of being in front of a camera yet. So I said, well, let me start this podcast. And that's what I've done. And it's helped me tremendously uh, to break out of my shell and really be vocal because I'm a very private person. When I say private, I'm like, I keep shit to myself for real. (laughs) And um, so I'm pushed outside of my comfort zone. And that's and you'll find that on your spiritual journey that, you know, you think that you're supposed to go on one path and you literally are thrown into another. And it's just all part of the process. And that's why you really have to stop looking at the end goal of things and just really just be in a moment of things. Right. Well, I decided to do products last year. And I was like, I really want my products to be different than anyone else's because that is what it's about, right? And my products are Ricky charged. Now, my ancestors <laughs> then came out of the woods and was like, look here, gal. This is, you need to be doing this, this, and this. So it's the process of how I'm doing things. It's really got me like on a whole nother level. So, you know, of course, with like spiritual baths, I have a romance bath and a a good luck bath. And um, I have um, a protection bath, right? And uh, you can soak in a bath or you can use a bath uh, with coconut water and um, do it that way. You don't have to actually be in a bath, but that's something different. Like, you know, um, that's something that I want to touch on a little later, but not right now. Uh, so, you know, you get soaked in a bath and you bring in the energy that you want to have. So with these baths, I have specific instructions on the website, which candle you need to burn. The packaging is my brand. I'm super excited. It's yellow and green. Um, I'm get, I'm sending out promo packages uh this week to my friends i'm so i'm excited about that you know all i ask is for them to take videos of the opening because it's gonna be bomb and uh i'm excited about all of that well here's the thing when i did the floor the um the floor washes it was something that my ancestors was like you need to do this differently Normally on floor washes, you can do it on the stove, right? You get your ingredients and so forth and you let it cook on a low simmer. You get these ingredients and you let it soak, you know, and you just let it just be and and you do all these things. And uh, and then you strain it, you put it with a base and then there is your wash. Not my ancestors, <laughs> <laughs> my ancestors was like, nope, that ain't how you're going to do it. Nope, 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 nope. You're going to do it like we did back in the day. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Cause my, nobody in my family is like me. No one is spiritually awakened like I am. And no one understands like how to do like spiritual washes or things like that. Cause they think it's of the devil because I have a very Christian background. Well, um, last year during COVID, 
I have mentioned this before. I met uh, a guy that is, he is trying to get the cemetery, the Franklin uh, Cemetery, put on the map as a historical site in the state of Mississippi. The majority of my father's family is in this cemetery. So we have been on this adventure together last year where I have videotaped, documented everything about our journey into finding out there's a lot of loss. Um, there's no headstones on a lot of the graves that's out there. And uh, and it's all black. And it's the one of the oldest, I think it is the oldest, actually, no, it is the oldest African-American cemetery in the country. And it is in Gauche, Mississippi. Small, 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 small. I think it was like 1492, I think it was established. And during that time, especially in Gauche, uh, a lot of French settlers were here, right? And also, a lot of people don't realize that in World War II, there was a lot of, there was some, not a lot, there was some black soldiers. And in that cemetery is several soldiers soldiers and military that's buried over there it's absolutely fascinating and i have video and everything about it so the guy that's helping me his name is mitchell he's a retired engineer from ingles ingles is a navy shipbuilding uh place that's in pasagula mississippi it's right next door to gauchet he came knocking on my mom's door during COVID and was looking for, did anybody have any family in that cemetery? And this is what he's done after his retirement is he's a researcher. So him and I, because I'm fascinated with history, have been on this journey. And I can tell you that he has taken me all over the place. He calls me Marie Laveau all the time. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, girl, you are definitely Louisiana all day. And he's like, you are my little Cajun queen is what he calls me. That's his nickname for me, Cajun queen. Uh, but anyway, uh, we have been on this journey that has been absolutely fascinating. Well, on the property, before you get to the the cemetery, there is this abandoned house. And when I say the house is abandoned, it is like tore down. But it wasn't always like that because Hurricane Katrina came through and really like kind of wiped it out. And Hurricane Katrina happened in 09, I think. Yeah. So, um, 09. Yeah, it happened in 09, I think. I don't remember. Uh, 15 years ago. So, uh, that really had knocked the the house down. So when you go into the gate of the cemetery, it's all the these woods. And as you going through the woods there, you look to the left and there's this abandoned house. And then you go farther down in this trail. And then the cemetery sits back there off of the water, off of a body of water. And when I tell you that... I've only been in that cemetery a couple of times. When my grandmother died and when my father died. So that's twice. And when I went, I've been, you know, after my father died, I went back a few times and I just, it just really like creeped me out because it was so like far in the back and it was just a way and it's kind of weird, right? But this time when I went to the cemetery with Mitchell, it was a different experience. When we, he, I didn't even notice the house that was on the property to the left. 
And it is known that how the property is known for ghosts, like ghost stories. People like travel when they look for different landmarks, they go to the cemetery because they want to see ghost stories and all these kind of things that happen at the cemetery. Well, one time that I was with Mitchell, we stopped at the house and the house is extremely abandoned and broken down. And I have a lot of video of that. So I'm not trying to, I don't know how I'm going to like do like the documentary. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it like in on YouTube or just kind of do it over a period of time on Instagram TV. I'm not sure how I'm going to do this, but it's in it's the works. When we got to the property, they had these old mason jars. The old mason jars were buried deep down in the ground. <laughs> it was like, I couldn't explain it. Like it was deep, deep down in the ground. And then Mitchell's like, you need to get these. And I'm like, I don't think that I'm supposed to take something from someone's house. Well, the property is abandoned. The family that owns the property is the Bilbo family and all of them are dead. Every last person that's that lineage goes to is has passed on because they're throughout the they're throughout the cemetery, and I was like, God, spirit, ancestors, do I take these mason jars or what? Because I felt at first I felt weird because my ego got in the way, and then spirits like, no, you're gonna need them later. And I'm like, I don't do any canning. I don't do that. My grandmother did. I know how to, but I don't want to, (laughs) right? As you're on your spiritual journey, you're like doing things you really truly don't want to do. Well, I grabbed some. Mitchell grabbed some. He was like, do you want any more? And I was like, no. So we have this big bucket full of mason jars that were right outside of the outhouse. So that tells you how old these jars are and how old this house is. (laughs) When I say old, I mean, oh, you can look at jars and tell that they're very old. And, well, when I grabbed them, I just sat them down, right? And I just, I had a few. And then this raccoon jumped on my mom's porch and knocked them down. And I was like, oh, well, they weren't meant to be, right? And I was telling Mitchell about it. And Mitchell was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to go get you some more because you're meant to have them. And he's like, I even got the fact you're supposed to have these. So I got uh, I got some more and they've just been sitting there. So rainwater has been on them. They've just been sitting out in the yard. I'm like, I don't care. I don't really want them. It's like, whatever. And then my brother was like, oh, what are you going to do with this? What, what's going on with it right here? And I was like, I don't know. And then he threw them in the garage. Well, during this process of procreating my products, Spirit woke me up at 3 a.m. like they love to do. And was like, you need to use those mason jars and steep your floor washes out of those jars like they did back in the day. And I was like, but why, why would I do that? <laughs> I can just get all the ingredients and herbs that I already have and get on the stove in in the AC instead of being outside, okay? Because that's what I prefer to do. That's not what Spirit wanted me to do. So the process is I take these mason jars, and I have video of this, of course, and I'm cleaning them out, and I'm using Florida water to cleanse them, and then I'm creating my floor 
washes out of these jars from the 1900s. It is the most fascinating thing I think I've ever done in my life. And as I'm doing it, I can feel the energy and the excitement that those jars were being used again for a greater purpose. And as I am outside, because I have to do all of this outside. So I have my jars, they're clean, they're cleansed, and I'm putting my ingredients in it. And then I'm getting my red brick dirt and I'm doing all this stuff. And then boom, (laughs) a yellow butterfly comes and lands in my son's hand because he's outside with me and I'm kind of teaching him a little bit but he's also riding his bicycle and a yellow butterfly comes and lands on his hand and I'm like what and he's like because ah! it freaked him out so I was like oh it's a butterfly that's really good luck you know don't even worry about that you know whatever and kept it moving and I'm outside and my head's wrapped up and I really felt like I channeled an ancestor while doing these floor uh, floor washes. And as I am creating, I just have this song and in my heart. And I don't even know the song. So it was just like, I'm singing this song. I'm creating these floor washes. And here I am like, what is what is going on right now? I literally tapped into something that I was supposed to do with these floor washes. And now I am like overjoyed about sharing that with you guys. Uh, overjoyed. And to the point that I got a little emotional and I got choked up behind it because it was just such an amazing experience that uh, just the process of how I came to this, right? Um, and floor washes, of course, are used in hoodoo uh, for cleansing the home. And you start in the back of the house and you clean forward. So, of course, you sweep first. But one of the things that I talked about in my protection podcast episode was making sure that you open your windows. You open your windows and if you have a screen door or whatever, open your door and you change and shift the energy in your home so you start cleaning and mopping from the back of the house towards the front and sweep to the front once you're finished you take that water and you dump it outside not on your property though but on somebody else's property like outside in the street whatever because you truly are cleansing your home from any low entities um anything that's like negative and you all just it's a it's raising the vibration of your home right also play music sing music set your intentions say prayers you can do all of that and that is what I seen when I had my mace the mason mason jars in my hand I had it in my hand and I literally could feel the ancestors, the Bilbo family in my hand doing what I'm about to do. 
and I do it all outside. I don't do anything inside. I do my spiritual baths inside, of course, but the spiritual washes are done outside because there's something about the dirt, the earth, the sun, the water that they need, that the floor washes need. And that's exactly what I did. And I am so excited about it. Like you can tell from like how I'm talking uh, about these floor washes because it's different. And uh, I got all my ingredients in the mason jars. I got my tea kettle. I got my tea kettle. And I went outside and I, I uh, steamed them with like uh, hot water. And it's been sitting out in the sun all day absorbing. And I've been praying over them. And then when I keep, and I was going to bring them in, but actually I'm going to like, you know, I wanted to like keep them uh, outside. And that's what I did. I kept them outside overnight you strain it you put the base of the cleaning stuff in it and it's concentrated and then that's your and that is your floor washes and it was something that was channeled for my ancestors and it's the most amazing thing ever and I'm sharing this story with you because my grandmother my mother's mother has been on me lately and we did not have a relationship in the physical because she was an alcoholic And I know that she was an alcoholic because she was like I am. She had all the gifts, but no one to nurture those gifts. No one to tell her that you are supposed to share these gifts with the world or with your family. And you're supposed to teach. She spoke Creole. She is from Louisiana, born and raised, and literally like rolled out. It's like, I don't want any parts of this hoodoo, voodoo, whatever this stuff is. Even though she was raised that way, she left it and was in hauled ass in Mississippi because she wanted to get far away from it as she can. And that's just me channeling her, you know, energetically. And her name was Naitha Thomas. And my product line is dedicated to her. And it's dedicated to her because it's her bloodline and her lineage that has me with the gifts that I have now. And like I mentioned before, her maiden name is Prophet. And that alone is insane. Insane, right? Uh, To have these gifts as a prophet and to have your grandmother maiden name be Prophet. And when I tell you I can't find anything about our family at all, I really know. I feel like they're from the island somewhere, uh, the Caribbean, Haitian. You know, you just I just don't know. And I was asked that recently during a spiritual consultation at House of Hoodoo, like, who is your people? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm African-American. You know, our history was stolen from us. So I have no idea. And, uh, but I know for a fact that, her bloodline is very strong. And I was told that by many, many people. But I had even ventured away from that and ran away from that for many years because I, you know, when you're raised in a Christian household, when you are channeling different things and you're doing things that's not what everyone else says, it gets, it's lonely. People talk about you. They think that you're worshiping the devil. And it's it's crazy to me because, you know, This is what they did to cleanse their house at night. The house that's on the property of the cemetery 
It's the only house on the cemetery. It's the only house by it. And the reason they had all this land, and that's why they started burying their family, the Bilbo family, on that land. And then it became black families. And then the French came over. And it is so insane. Like the history of this cemetery that we are still digging up. There's like old French head headstones that's over there that I've never seen in my life. Even in New Orleans, I haven't seen these type of headstones. It's amazing. And here I am in the midst of it to share and tell the story. And and I'm ready now. I ran away as long as I could. <laughs> and now here I am to share the story and my gifts with everyone. So uh, that's pretty much all I want to say right now. <laughs> as I get everything together with uh, my products launched next week. Um, yeah, the 15th is the product launch. I have a business expo on the 20th uh, where I will be having like spiritual products. It'll be in Mississippi. And I have a lot of different things like lined up and coming down the pipeline. But I just wanted to share this quick, transparent story with you about like floor washes and, you know, my spiritual bath washes that are amazing as well. They smell great, too, because I've had some bath, some some washes that had no scent, had no smell. And I want to smell good. And when I'm in the shower (laughs) and when I'm in a bath, even though I'm like doing this cleansing, I still want to smell good and uh, feel good. And uh, they are amazing. Um, I love them, (laughs) of course. (laughs) But uh, I think that it's time for us to get back to basics as spiritual beings and ones that are on our spiritual path. It's time for us to get back to basics. And in order to get back to basics, we need to start taking care of ourselves. And in order to take care of ourselves, we really need to bring in what we what we need to do to manifest. One of the things that I did see on TikTok was um, this video of manifestation. And we all understand the law of attraction. You know, we have talked about it on this on this show. But one thing that was so profound was being the person in the now that you foresee in the future. Being the person now that you foresee in the future. Does that make sense? Is that connecting? Because it connects to me. Because if I know that my goal is to be this spiritual teacher, spiritual whatever, all my goals, I'm not going to say right on the, on the show. But like, I know that that's like, what I'm supposed to do, what I see myself doing, but in the present moment is the one that really matters. I have to act like that. It is just like a person, and I have, well, he used to be my friend. He's not my friend anymore, but an old friend of mine, <laughs> he used to really dress the part of being a business and being an entrepreneur. And he didn't have two quarters in his pocket. And he would literally dress like, he would rent cars and dress always. He was always dressed to the nines. When I say, when you saw him, you saw like shoes, hat, hat, 
clothes and everybody used to laugh at him and be like pick on him be like bro you really in like robbing peter to pay paul but you dress like a million bucks and he was like i have to dress like i'm going to be an entrepreneur and not only has he's very successful now in in his business but he has like this avenue of things that has that can open up for him and uh i think about that when i saw that video so i'm sharing that with you guys so that you understand like your manifestation in the now right now you have to be the person that you are now that you foresee in the future and even in relationships we're not gonna talk about relationships i can't i can't do that right now because <laughs> i got a chip on my shoulder when it comes to dating and relationships right now so we're gonna um really just focus on like my business and growing and uh relocating so uh <laughs> that being said in manifestation already act the part that you foresee in the future and it will come to you and that is a hard thing to do when you probably not have you know the means to get what you want but then i know that i had a manifestation happen within five or six days that blew me away that I fell down on my ground and on the ground and started crying and uh that manifestation really helped launch my products uh and that is why I'm talking to you guys right now about it it's real so you guys don't give up on your dreams please and when you're on a spiritual path spirit be nagging at you like you're crazy and tugging on your shoulder and telling you, you know, no, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. Do it. Don't be like me running away. And then my life is always chaotic. And and I even had a couple of my guys I've dated. It's like, April, you're like all over the place. Like, what are you doing? Because I was running away from what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and I can't, I can no longer run. I have to go all the way in like a Jehovah Witness. At your door at three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> knocking on your door, looking at you with the watchtower flyer in their hand. Okay. <laughs> that's how you need to be in your spirituality and that's how you need to be in your life. Okay. Thank you so much for all your love and support. I really appreciate it. You guys, I really love you. Definitely support me and my products. It'll be out soon. Get on my email list thesoulcoach.org go to the website it automatically pops up you get 10% off your next order get on it right now because <laughs> I am going to do some great promos when it comes to the product launch okay thank you guys so much for all your love and support and you have a great kick-ass week this is April also known as the soul coach thank you so much for watching watching thank you so much for listening to soul coach the podcast